that's something that we have to remember too, because we look at these people that we think that they have it all together. I mean, social media helps create that. It's the Pinterest, you know, lifestyle that people post on social media. And we have to remember that we're all slogging. We might not be slogging at the same time, but there's a time for all of us that it's like, we're just going through it. And it's not always gonna be pretty, but you just have to keep going. Welcome to the Be It Till You See It podcast, where we talk about taking messy action, knowing that perfect is boring. I'm Leslie Logan, Pilates instructor and fitness business coach. I've trained thousands of people around the world, and the number one thing I see stopping people from achieving anything is self-doubt. My friends, action brings clarity, and it's the antidote to fear. Each week, my guests will bring bold, executable, intrinsic, and targeted steps that you can use to put yourself first and be it till you see it. It's a practice, not a perfect. Let's get started. Hello, welcome to the Be It Till You See It podcast. I am so freaking stoked for you to listen to this one. Grab your notepads. And if you're driving, don't, but just know that you're gonna wanna listen to this because what Jillian Floodstrom is going to just start throwing at you is some really awesome, honest, actionable, information. And I'm not kidding. Like I found myself going, I need to write that quote down. I need to write that one down. And, um, you know, I really need you to hear this. I really need you to hear this. No one knows how everything's going to end up. No one does. Everyone is just really trying to do the best. And I say that to you because you might be listening to this podcast right now, feeling a little bit down, feeling a little bit like maybe you're not where you want to be yet. And I just want to remind you, first of all, you're listening to be until you see it. So you're already doing something she's going to tell you that you should be doing Two, give yourself credit for what you've done. I really, really want you to be starting to think about what you're celebrating each day because I need you and Jillian's going to talk about this. You need to know how far you've come. And so you can actually see, whoa, today I'm being the person that five years ago I wanted to be. Do you ever think about that? You're like actually the person that you wanted to be five years ago. Yeah. So. We can make things, we can make things happen a little faster if we act as if the person want to be in 10 years. We are already. Um, I know I'm really challenging myself on that right now. And it's not freaking easy. Not easy. <laughs> it's not easy. I find myself like frustrated with myself when I am not acting as if, you know, I'm being it till I see it. I'm not like you start to distrust yourself. And what I want you to know is like, you're not alone. If you're doing that, you're a human being. It's normal. And, you know, what you're going to hear inside of this podcast is some tips for when you're feeling like you don't have the energy or you don't have the strength or you don't have the knowledge to be it till you see it. Cause there's some nuggets in here. So notepads or iPhone notes, or if you got a kid in the car with a notebook or an iPad, most likely <laughs> have them take notes as you're listening to this, because it's so freaking good. So after this brief message, Jillian Floodstrom. Okay. Be it listeners. I have a special treat for you this April 30th, Mindy Westfall, she has got a workout and a workshop for us. Mindy, what do you have for us? Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. Yes, we're gonna do some jump boards. So we're gonna get really creative, have props, and have a lot of fun. So you've gotta join us, get the workshop. You can do the workout, you can do both, whatever you need for yourself or for your classes. It's a great thing to check out. Yeah, this is something that you can do for yourself. And then you can also learn more for those of you who are teachers for your classes or my personal Pilates lovers who have your own jump board. The workshop is still for you because it's taught so that it's for your own experience for your own body and that's really fun and when you do the workshop you get to hang out afterwards 
for the live Q&A and ask Mindy anything. Oh my gosh, so exciting. I love that part. You get to ask all the questions that you have. Amazing. So if you buy early, everyone, you can actually save, you can get bonuses and discounts. So make sure you check those out at onlinepilatesclasses.com. Hey, Be It Babe, welcome back. I've got our guest here for you. And I'm really excited because I met this woman because I did a call out. I was like a shout out. I'm like, I need these things. And she was like so on it to go, I can offer this. And I, I loved that so much. And you came in as a guest to our agency membership and like blew their mind with email organization, I think, <laughs> a couple other things. And I like, wow, someone could be that organized. Um, and so anyways, our paths have brought us back together. And Jillian Floods from, I'm so excited that you're here because you are a woman who takes action. And also your story is so freaking amazing. Um, I'm really, really excited. So can you please tell everyone who you are and what you're up to these days? Yes, for sure. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be back and share with everybody kind of what's been going on and and really the steps that I've taken to take action, because I think that is one thing that people really struggle with. Um, So my career started in corporate America for, I think a lot of people start there. And I realized that I just wanted a different life. I wanted to be able to travel. I wanted to be able to, you know, work virtually really. And this was, you know, prior to COVID and everything happening. So that was really unusual for a lot of people. They were like, there's no way that you're going to be able to do that. And so really created this, this thing that that was so commonplace, but back then it wasn't. So doing so many different things with, you know, actions, I think really has led me to where I am today. So I'm excited to talk about it. Yeah. I mean, it's, um, it is interesting because similarly, I started something after leaving corporate work, um, in 2017, 2018. And then now it's the norm for people with, with the pandemic. And everyone asked me like, how did you do it then? And it's like, well, I just took some messy action, did things scared. <laughs> um, but what, what do you think it is that ke- keeps people from taking the action? Like, is it fear? Is it uncertain? Like, well, I guess that's the same thing as fear. But like, what do you think it is keeping people from taking those action steps? I really think it's our perfectionism. And it's got to be perfect. It's got to be pretty. It's got to be beautiful. And I think that the way that we can just move forward is to make it messy. You know, just do it. It's not going to be perfect. I always use the example of my website. You know, the first time we launched, I was like, oh my gosh, it's so beautiful. It's so amazing. How Not knowing that we were going to completely redo it like six more times. It looks completely different and I love it even more. But just being open to realize that change is coming, whatever it looks like version 1.0, it's going to be so many different versions and being okay with it, that it's going to change the first time. It's not going to look anything like it does now. And that's totally okay. Right. I know. It's like, um, I I was reading a book about habits and in the book, they talk about like when babies take their first step, we don't go, Oh no, try again. That was actually like totally off, off balance and turned in. Like we go, Oh my God, like it's the most amazing thing. But somehow we forget that like it's baby steps that like (laughs) get us there. Um, so, okay. You were in corporate America. You started your own thing. How long ago was that? And how, how big is your thing now? Like what, what do you think? That was all the way back in 2009. And that was, you know, if you remember, that was when the crash happened. And I thought to myself, okay, if I can make it in financial services, when the market is tanking and people are running for cover, I can make it anytime. I was like, this is the perfect time for me to go. Just hold my nose and jump in. And that's exactly what I did and never looked back. And it's just been 
I mean, there was some tough, there was some tough times, but you know what? Like my parents always said, you're gonna have to muscle through it. And I just kept telling myself that we rest at the end, not in the middle. And you just keep going. And every huge project that I took on or the next thing that I was like, okay, now I'm going to try this. It's like, you, you can rest at the end, just not in the middle. So. Oh, oh, such a good reminder. Such a good reminder because it's so true. Like, um, we all want to like, the middle is hard and mucky and like, um, you know, it makes me think when I ran, um, when I ran a marathon, I had a really good pace. And then there was this like middle section that's pretty boring. No offense, LA, but like it's this part where you leave Beverly Hills, you're coming out of Century, like past Century City, and it just is kind of this long road. It's actually uphill. Doesn't look like uphill when you're driving it, but it's uphill when you're running it. And then you have to like run under the freeway, also boring, till you get to the VA center, which is somewhat pretty ish, but really it's like four miles of just like blah. And ever, and I slowed down my pace. Like I started to rest, right. Which just made it harder. Cause I was going uphill anyways, which is the same. Every middle it has, is an uphill battle. And if you're resting, you're just in it longer. <laughs> and, and then, um, the fascinating thing is a year later, I did a half marathon and I had that same exact spot. And again, I didn't slow down as much, but I slowed down again. I was like, Ooh, we have, this is a learning lesson for life. So that's so, um, I love that, you know, we can rest at the end. So, okay. So you started in 2009, I started teaching Pilates in 2008 and it's the same thing. Like when people are like, oh my God, it's so hard here because I'm like, let me just tell you, if I was able to leave my job during the recession, when people with money who had that, these are the people who had the money to spend, were like canceling their Alhambra water deliveries. We're still going, okay, I want a Pilates session. You can make it anytime. Like people are always looking for that. So, um, you made it through that. And then obviously we had the pandemic, which is its own interesting trials and tribulations. How, how are you able to take, like, I guess I want to know, like, what, what, did you take any different actions during this last couple of years where it was a little different uncertainty versus your first year in business? Or was it kind of the same action steps? It's very, it's very similar, but I think it's one of those things where you have to be very careful with who you surround yourself with, because there was a lot of people that were focused on like the horribleness of it, which of course it was absolutely miserable, but there was a small group of people that were like, what can we do differently? How can we look back however long this lasts? And I don't know about you, but when they shut Disneyland down, I was like, okay, this is serious. Like, <laughs> at that point, I was like, okay, we got to come up with a game plan because however long this lasts, and you know, back then we thought it was going to be, you know, a couple months and then we were going to be out. And here we are, you know, three years later, roughly. But we, I just sat down. I was like, okay, we have a unique opportunity to look at this time And when I look back on it, I want to make sure that I came out better than I went in. And I think that that's something about shifting your perspective and making sure that, yes, it's a horrible thing. It really, really sucks. But when I look back on it, am I going to be happy with what I did and focus? And I mean, there was an immense amount of focus that was able to happen during that time. I mean, I did things that I would have never gotten an opportunity to speak with certain people because they were stuck just like I was. And I was like, Hey, let's jump on a call. Let's, you know, do these things that we would never be able to do because we're traveling and, you know, speaking schedules are so busy and, you know, all those different things. So really remembering that whatever time you're going through, surround yourself with people that are thinking, you know, we're going to make this work. How can we fix this? 
What can we do differently? How can we support our clients? What are we going to, you know, how are we going to come out better than we went in? I freaking am obsessed with that. Um, okay. So same. I was when, um, when everything went down, um, my entire year canceled. I'm sure most people's did, but like I, I travel eight countries. I had like 140,000 miles. There's a ton of stuff. Right. And so for the first time in like my adult life, I had no plans at all. <laughs> right. Um, it's terrifying. And also I was like, okay, well, we kind of asked for this because in 2019 in December, I was like, I told Brad, I said, I really wish that there was more opportunity for surprise in next year. <laughs> I was a surprise. Um, but um, I did, I remember thinking to myself like two weeks in, I was like, um, maybe not even that long. I was like, I want to make sure that however, whenever this ends, I have this reset up my business for everything I said I would do when I had the time. Like when I had the time I would. And so I was like on a mission. I was like moving so fast. Cause of course I thought it was only going to be like two months. <laughs> had I known I had two years, maybe I'd have paced myself. But, <laughs> but like, I think, um, I think first of all, having that mentality, like I want to be better on the other side of this. And I think that we should, we don't have to have a pandemic for that. Like it could be anything that we're in any obstacle that we're going through. We could think like, okay, how, who do I want to be on the other side of this obstacle? But I really love about surrounding who you surround yourself with. I think that that is like so key. So you called up some people that you knew from your industry and things like that. But what if you like are living? And I'm not. So don't worry about me, everyone. But like, what if you're living? I'm, I'm thinking of a listener here. What if you're living in a household where the negative people are there? And like, how? So what would what would be your action steps be to like surround yourself with other people if you can't unsurround yourself with people? Right. Well, I think probably the easiest, the most affordable way too is to listen to podcasts. There was so much information that we were able to digest because of course we were all stuck at home and it's like, okay, where can we gather all this information from? So podcasts, I mean, books, there's so much stuff that when you start immersing yourself in it, it starts to kind of tune the noise out. And if you're living with negative people, it's really easy to get sucked into that and be like, oh, you're right. This does, you know, stink. And kind of get bogged down in that quagmire. But if you're setting aside time to know that, okay, I'm going to connect with this person on their podcast every single week. And that's going to be my time to focus on the positivity and know that that person is going to breathe energy into me. It's just something that you start to look forward to. And you're like, I'm going to be there. It's like the news, you know, the news comes on every single day. There's so many podcasts out there that come out every single week that we have access to that I think we just don't realize. So podcasts and books, definitely the top. Oh, I love, well, and also that's so simple because podcasts are mostly free, everyone. Even the ones that charge, they basically offer you last week's version for free. So that is a great way to surround yourself with positive vibes and books because you can like immerse yourself in those things. And I think until you can change the those around you, or you can, well, you can't change them until they change themselves or you can just change where you live. Those are great. So, okay. Um, you know, you started your business so long ago and so many people are, maybe they're not even thinking of leaving their corporate job or the current job. Maybe it's like, no, this is good. Or maybe they're staying because health insurance is a real thing and they, and they want to keep it. Um, how, how would you talk to the person who's like, maybe thinking they have an idea, maybe they're wanting to start something as like a weekend side hustle. Like what are some things that they need to keep in their mind? so that they can um, take those action steps? 
I think the most important thing is that don't let anything limit you because I talk to a lot of people that health insurance too is, is a huge thing for them, but there's so many resources. There's so many things that you can do. So I would write a list. Like what are the things that are stopping me from having this dream life that I've been thinking about for so long, whatever it is, if it's like a virtual world, kind of like what we created, if it's whatever it is, write it down. Because I think back to all those like sticky notes and back of envelopes. If I had a notebook to go back and look at my like 2009 version of Jill and like to today's version of myself, I just think it would be so cool. So I say get one notebook and write all that stuff down. Whatever is that limiting belief or you're like, well, I would leave my corporate job if I just had health insurance or if I just had retirement or if I just had this, whatever it is. Write it down because there's so many different things where you can recreate that for yourself. You just don't know about it yet because there's a lot of people that stay where they're at and don't realize that that's even an option that you can create, you know, individual 401ks for you and your company and, you know, all those different things. Isn't that so true? I mean, it's, it's kind of, it's kind of crazy. I mean, one of our girls on our team, um, she, you know, we were hoping to bring her on, um, uh, I mean, timing is everything, but we wanted to bring her on. And she was like, well, I really need to have health insurance. Like I really need to have it. And we were looking and I found, I was just like, well, how much does that even cost? Like, can we just like put her bill on the, like, on like, can we just pay for it? Like, what does that look like? You know? And so you like, you'd be surprised everyone, like what you can either get and in, in, in different capacities if you're just creative. But I think you're, I think you're right. I recently just wrote down, I was feeling a little stuck. Cause like, it's just been a lot busy. Like it's not been a little bit, it's been a lot busy and the busy, good kind, like the stuff when you're really creating things and you, you know, you're, you scale a small business. There's going to be moments where like you're scaling, but like maybe the bodies to help and haven't, haven't shown up yet. So every, everything is happening. And, um, I was like, I'm just feeling really stuck on like what I want my new schedule to be. Cause I, it needs to change. Cause it can't be what it was. And so, um, I'm reading this book. And it was like, write down 10, I would like to. And I didn't write 10. I wrote fucking 50. Like I was like, I would, I, once I started, I was just like, I was like, wow, we really do know what we want. <laughs> but because you just let yourself go. I think we're so restrictive. Sometimes it's like, just dream. It's okay. Write it down. Yes. Yes. So, okay. When, um, so when you were dreaming up your business, like, are you living beyond, is your business beyond what you dreamt up or what, like, is it exactly what you wanted? How did it work out? I think it's better than I thought it was going to be, which at the time, I mean, 2009 me was terrified. I mean, I don't mean to make it sound like I, I knew it was going to be okay because I didn't. And there, I mean, just like the marathon, there is a slog and I have been <laughs> in it. And I think you need to know that. I mean, because when you go into it, eyes wide open, you're like, okay, this is just the slog. I'm going to come out the other side. I'm going to, there's going to be the downhill run. Right. And so knowing that, that the slog is going to happen multiple times, I think that you can better prepare yourself and know that it's only temporary and you're going to get through it. And whatever you write down, it's going to be better than you thought it was. And it's really hard to know that in the beginning, but it always works out. Like you've talked to so many people. I've talked to so many people that everybody's like, it's better than I thought it was going to be. Just have to have the courage and the bravery to be like, whatever comes my way, I'm going to handle it and yeah. just go for it. You are like, it's so true. It is. I mean, I've, it's rare. I think most people end up 
those people who take the action, most people end up better than they expected. And, mm-hmm. um, and I, I think that's just like the way it goes. Cause you almost cannot picture exactly like, like everything because, but you have to dream. And, and, and we had Hazel Ortega on, she, she talks about miracle goals. You got to dream way bigger than you actually think is realistic because you'd be surprised like the synchronicity that shows up and the, or serendipity or, you know, whatever word, like it just kind of works itself out. And you're like, whoa, this is like way cooler than I was expecting. <laughs> I think it's so cool to be able to have that journal, that notebook, whatever it is. So you can look back because we forget how far we've come. And we're just like, look at what we're doing. We don't celebrate ourselves enough. We don't realize that like we're kicking ass and taking names and whatever, whether that's with something small or something big, it's like, we're out there and we're doing it. And we just have to give ourselves enough kudos to remember that we're showing up every day and we're doing it. Yeah. You're so right. I, um, I love that you shared that, like you were scared and you had no idea. Cause I think. I think a lot of people are looking at other people and they must, they have all the answers. And like, especially, I don't care who you were when, when 2020 hit, no one knew what to do. You know, like some people could pivot fast. Big businesses have to pivot. Like, it's not like you can just, you can't turn a big ship. We all saw what happened in the Suez Canal. Like (laughs) it's a little harder. And so everyone who was at the top was like doing the best they could and they were all very scared. And I think like we, we put a lot of emphasis thinking like the grass is greener on the other side or like they have all the answers. If only I was like them, but really everyone out there is just like, okay, I'm going to, I'm doing the best I can today. That's what's happening. Right. Absolutely. And I, I think that's something that we have to remember too, because we look at these people that we think that they have it all together. I mean, social media helps create that. It's the Pinterest, you know, lifestyle that people post on social media. And we have to remember that we're all slogging. We might not be slogging at the same time, but there's a time for all of us that it's like, we're just going through it and it's not always going to be pretty, but you just have to keep going. Okay. So in the slog, because slogs happen all the time, like it's not even just the middle of the marathon, like it could be the middle of the day. And, um, I, uh, I'm, I am, I'm slowly reading, um, I think his name's Scott Belsky. Uh, may, I may, anyways, he, um, he sold something to Adobe. Uh, he, um, has a book, the messy metal and his whole thing is like, it's like, you know, there's the beginning of the business and then there's the end of the business and the rest is the middle and it's messy. And it, it's, it's going up and down like, like in a earthquake. What do you call those things? Um, and, oh, yeah. and but like, ideally it's on the upward climb, but like, sometimes you're going to be below the up and things like that. And so he, um, talks about the messy middle a lot. And I, I'm, I just think like, uh, how do you handle the slog when you're in it? Like, what are the things you tell yourself? What are the things you tell your team? Um, because also like, if you're listening to this mama's like, there's many times when like in the family, the family unit, it's like a business, right? It's going to have a slog time. So what are the, what are the things you get yourself to get yourself through it? I mean, number one is kindness. I always tell people, like, I never realized how big of a bully I was until I realized how I talked to myself. And I think it's, you've got to flip that because we're, of course, we're all our own worst critic. We're sometimes downright mean to ourselves. And you would never, like, let's say you would never call me up and be like, Jill, da 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 da. Why do I do that to myself? Like, we would never do that to someone else. We shouldn't do that to ourselves. And so just knowing that, giving ourselves kindness, giving ourselves grace and knowing that we're going to be able to come out of it faster. And I think that's the key is figuring out 
How can you right the ship, get back up faster so you can get into those upswings and be more consistent in that? And I think that's really, I always do one thing, which is kind of goofy, but I give myself one day to wallow. That means that I can scream. I can cry. I can lay in bed with the covers over my head. I can eat ice cream, whatever your thing is. And most people know what their one thing is, (laughs) whatever that is. Allow yourself to feel those feelings, but knowing that the next day you're going to get back up and you're going to get back to it. Whatever that big thing that's frustrating you or that project, you know, you've just got to get back to it because if you allow yourself too long to wallow, you could stay there for a really long time. And then that creates a whole bunch of other things. So I think allowing yourself a specific amount of time, whether you know, it's a week or whatever you're going through, allowing yourself a set amount of time, knowing that, okay, on this day, I'm going to get back up and I'm going to, you know, get in the shower, whatever it is, put my makeup on and I'm going to get back to it. I think has really helped me because I know that that time frame has shortened. You know, when I first started my business and we were in the crash and, you know, financial services, we, we were in trouble. Like there was a lot of stuff going on and, and people were, absolutely terrified about their retirement, it is really easy to let that affect you. And so there was a couple bad things that happened, but it was like, okay, got this amount of time. You got to get back up and you got to get back to it because the only way you're going to get through it is to go through it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like that's, that is so freaking true. Okay. So, um, you have so many great, like little nuggets. I think everyone needs to re-listen to this. Cause I have to, cause I'm like, oh my God, that's a great one. One day to wall out. Like that needs to be a song. I got one day to wall like out. Like, <laughs> what was that? I said, I feel like it needs to be on a pillow. Yeah. So way, yeah. You see about, like one day to wall out. One day to wall out. Yeah. You can like, and on the other side, it could like, maybe you get to like, have, like a timer. Okay. But that pillow is going to get flipped back over tomorrow. <laughs> One of those, like, with the sequence that it's like a face and then you pull it up and it's like something different. There's a product idea right there. Look at us. Oh my go. gosh. Listen to this. I freaking love it. Okay. So, um, right now, currently, you know, we're, yes, we're like headed into the year three of this, but also we're headed into the place where everyone's like, okay, how do we like work with this? How do we like get through this and how do we protect people, but also like keep going. And so what are you excited about right now? Is there anything that you are doing to make yourself be the next version of yourself to do whatever's on your goal list? Like what, what are you excited about right now? Well, so I planned quarterly and I love that. I mean, if you are not familiar with the 12 week year, it's something that has changed my life. It's a completely different way to look at the year. And I think a lot of people are always like, Jill, how are you getting all this stuff done? And it's like, because I'm consistently checking in with those goals, writing those goals, giving myself the freedom to adjust those goals, because that's pretty much what we've had to do over these last couple of years is adjust like test and tweak, you know, making sure that we're making those adjustments that we give ourselves the latitude to do that, but checking in with those goals and say, okay, where am I at with this? Every single day working towards it and adjusting it, I think makes a huge difference. It's something that I do all the time and giving myself the freedom to change those goals. What did you say you do quarterly at the beginning? You pled quarterly, you plead, what do you plan? Plan quarterly. quarterly. Got it. So instead of looking at like uh, the whole year of all the things you want to get done, you're like, okay, this is this quarter's goals. And you, then you give yourself permission to adjust. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So what's your process with that? Like, how do you like, cause everyone's got one that works for them. I'm, I'm always intrigued. (laughs) Yeah. 
absolutely. So what it does is starts with a brain dump of all these things that are rattling around in my head and kind of looking at my calendar. So we're mapping out the calendar annually because, you know, we don't necessarily have trips, but we have commitments, right? There's certain things, whether it's us or our family members that need to do at certain times of the year. So kind of mapping that out and looking at that and saying, okay, where can I chunk this down in what quarter? So think of it instead of like a year being 12 months, think of it as 12 weeks. So that means that 12 weeks is a year, a week is a month, and then so on and so forth. And so you've really got to move every single day because when you've only got 12 weeks for your year, that time frame is so much shortened. So getting those tasks on your calendar every single day to move that goal forward. So like if you have something that you're like, okay, I've got you know 12 weeks to do this in, chunking it out down to a daily task. So I always tell people that when you're looking at these tasks, if it's more than two minutes, if it takes you more than two minutes to do it, you've got to chunk it down even farther because you've got to put it on your calendar because everybody's got two minutes, but most people don't have two hours to dedicate to a project and not get interrupted because, you know, there's so many things flying at us every single day, but you've got two minutes. You've got two minutes when you're picking up your kids in the carpool lane. You've got two minutes when you're, you know, walking your dog to the dog park, whatever it is, having that short window of time makes it a lot less overwhelming. So you're like, oh, I can knock that out. I got two minutes right now. And so giving yourself that freedom to be like, okay, I've got this. I don't have two hours, but I got two minutes. I love that. That's true. Like if you can ever get everything done to the smallest, smallest piece, then you actually are moving the needle forward because you're not trying to just tackle a project in a day for two hours because of course you're interrupted and then you can't reschedule that because we're going to put two hours. Yeah. I, oh, I'm going to use that one. Oh my, you're just like a wealth of knowledge and I am so excited. I, I can't, I'm there. <laughs> there's so many lovely things in here that I want everyone to, to listen to again. So we're going to take a mini break and then find out where we can find more of your nuggets of wisdom. All right, loves, I want you to be listening in. If you are a teacher or a studio owner, I want you at my house. I mean, I've heard that we had an incredible business retreat here in Las Vegas in March, and it was beyond incredible. And the wins I've been hearing out of our retreaters since they left, it's only been a month, is out of this world, insane, so amazing. And so if you are feeling like you're in monotony mode, that you are stuck, that you're just continuing to be in this hamster wheel and nothing is actually going, or you actually don't even know where to go next. I want you here, okay? I want you in the community. I want you in the container. I wanna hug you and also help you with your business. And Brad's here. We've got Monica from Girl Squad and her whole team here to do photos and some amazing adventures in between. So do not wait. You will definitely wanna be at our fall retreat. It's October 5th, the 9th. We're already one third sold out at the time that I'm recording this. So come on, join us at profitablepilates.com slash retreat profitablepilates.com slash retreat. We'll see you in Las Vegas. Okay, Jillian, where can people find you, follow you, like get more of this goodness into their brains? Definitely check out my website, which is scaleyoursmallbusiness.org. That is definitely the best place to check out because I have on my blog, I have all my podcast episodes. My podcast focuses on short, actionable things. So the episodes are going to be anywhere from five to 10 minutes. And I want people to be able to take those nuggets, go out and do them that same day because I'm focused on doing these small actions every single day. And I think that's how I changed my business, how I changed my life. And anybody can do these small tasks every day. It's really easy. So check out my website. That's the best place to find me. And your podcast is Scale Your Small Business as well. And it's on everywhere podcasts are. Yeah. 
Yeah. Everywhere. Wonderful. All of those will be in the show notes, y'all. Okay. So, um, be it action items. I mean, this is going to be easy for you because you've already given us so many, but, um, what is something that's bold, executable, targeted, or intrinsic that motivates people to get taking action today? What do you got for us? I think the most important thing is just doing it. So whatever you've got written on your list, and most people have a list. If you don't have a list, make one, get yourself a cute notebook. I love stationery. So that is something, find whatever it is, if it's digital paper, whichever side of the fence you're on, get yourself a notebook and write it down. Get in the habit of writing every single thing down because your mind is not equipped for storage. So get it on paper, whether that's just every single day saying, okay, these are the things that I'm thinking about. Flip the page to the next day. If it's that, or if you want to make a list, whatever it is, getting that notebook and carrying it with you everywhere and get in the habit of writing things down. It'll change your life. It'll change your business. It'll literally change everything. I, I love that. I mean, it, it's um, simple is not easy. But doing but just because I think you get you get a lot of feedback, you get a lot of information, you can feel into it. You're like, I actually don't like doing this. Great. Now it's off your list. <laughs> you know, oh, my God, this is making me feel so good. Good. Put more of that on your list. I, and I also agree on the writing it down. Even if I can't read my own writing, just the fact that like it isn't in my brain anymore. Um, I have a way of like remembering things that I wrote down. Like I like I can think back to even the piece of paper it's on. So um so I think that's genius. And I love that. Jillian, you're awesome. This has been so much fun. Um, and y'all, I'm going to be over on Jillian's podcast. So you also want to check that out. Um, and let us know how you're going to use all these tips that she just like gave so generously. Um, tag the Be It Pod. Um, you can also contact her over at her website and let us know. Screenshot this. Send this to a friend because you want to know something like, especially right now, everyone is a little overwhelmed. Everything is feeling really busy and you know, people are worried because Pluto's here. I don't even know what that means, but like it's returned and that's a big deal for us. So, (laughs) so people are just like a little uncertain, a lot overwhelmed. And what I just heard was a bunch of great tips that can actually make you have a little bit more control, a little bit more feeling of that you're actually taking action and reminding people to just do it. So thank you, Jillian, for being here, everyone until next time, be it till you see it. of the Be It Till You See It podcast. One thing that would help both myself and future listeners is for you to rate the show and leave a review and follow or subscribe for free wherever you listen to your podcast. Also, make sure to introduce yourself over at the Be It Pod on Instagram. I would love to know more about you. Share this episode with whoever you think needs to hear it. Help us and others be it till you see it. Have an awesome day. Be It Till You See It is a production of As The Crows Fly Media. It's written, produced, filmed, and recorded by your host, Leslie Logan, and me, Brad Kroll. Our associate producer is Amanda Fratarelli. Kevin Perez at Desenio handles all of our audio editing. Our theme music is by Ali at Apex Production Music. And our branding by designer and artist, Gianfranco Chofi. 
Special thanks to our designer, Jaira Mandal, for creating all of our visuals, which you can't see because this is a podcast, and our digital producer, Jay Pedroso, for editing all the video each week so you can. And to Angelina Herrico for transcribing each of our episodes so you can find them on our website. And finally, to Meredith Kroll for keeping us all on point and on time. <laughs>